everyone welcome back to sweet wine and dry humor i'm kylie and i'm krista and we're two college besties who drink wine and talk about all things real world women and hot news all while adding our own sarcastic twist let's drink disclaimer If you hear dogs barking in the background or playing with their toys or making some noise, don't come at us. We're recording in the house because it's really the only place we can record right now. So we're human. Just deal with it. And another disclaimer, we do not promote underage drinking in any way on our podcast. So when we say let's drink, if you're under 21, you better be grabbing your water. Hey guys, welcome back. It's been a hot minute, kind of chaotic. A hot bachelor minute. We have we have three <laughs> weeks to catch up on. Today it's about we're about to be here for hours. <laughs> but, um today we are drinking Deer Creek Winery Cranberry Craze in honor of the holidays. Nice holiday flavor for all your drinking adventures that you can't go on. Flavor <laughs> flav. Oh, I, did you ever watch that show? No. Oh, he had a MTV show that was like literally like The Bachelor. Really? Right? Did you see the one that wore the clock? Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. He had he had an MTV show that was like The Bachelor. <laughs> Perfect segue into The Bachelor recap. Woo! Okay. So week seven feels like it was forever ago. Sorry, guys. We're a little bit behind. We had some stuff going on. Jobs, work, a wedding. Yeah, a a wedding. A wedding. (laughs) (laughs) And then we work every other day of the week, so. Yeah. Okay. So, go ahead and kick it off with... uh, The first note I have is about Noah. How he got the bros for the date he wasn't even supposed to be on. I have my first notes about, um, in the opening, um, Noah and Chasen. Or on the day bed. That's how long ago this was. Chasen was still on Here. Bachelor. <laughs> and they were gossiping. And they called the other boys queens. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> we No, not queen. Ween. W-E-I-N. <laughs> I thought you said queen. Chris Harrison comes in and says that they're going to go on a group date. They have to perform a song for Tasha one-on-one. Which is another spinoff of the Listen to Your Heart series that they had that you didn't watch. Um, no, I did not. I was cringing the entire time that they were all singing, though. Yeah, none of them are good. Um, Bennett didn't take music class at Harvard. He said he didn't take music at Harvard, but he um, spit some tracks for his high school friends at camp once. So. <laughs> Like, and then even in the middle of his song, you know, he's dropping the H bomb. It's like, oh my god, enough, Bennett. I'm so sick of Bennett. I don't, I don't care. Like, I, I truly could care less where any of these men went to college, let alone if they even went to college. Like, I did think that Ivan crushed it though. Yes, and he won. Yeah, I did see that. And then I knew you'd also appreciate Kenny singing into the flamingo. I loved Kenny. <laughs> and then he got booted. <laughs> he got the boot. And then, so then Ivan was able to have his one-on-one time with Tasha, right? 
where they had yeah. that casual like mountain of ice cream sitting on the table in front. Yeah, the giant sundae and the pillow fight. And you know, you and I both know damn well those producers broke those pillows beforehand for dramatic effect when they were having that pillow fight because they those pillows don't do that on their own. No, I've never like hit a pillow hard enough that the feathers just explode out of it. So no. I'm <sighs> anyways. And then, so everybody, you know, everybody has to have a stop story. Um, Ivan's is that he had to be a role model. So, sorry. Because um, his, young, well, his younger brother, he goes, you know, his younger brother was in jail. He did mm. drugs. He drank. Kind of going back to the ice cream sundae, too. Yeah. That's a waste. I mean, yeah. there's no way they ate all of that. And if they did, they're going to need some serious lactate. Because yeah. that's a lot. Just for a TV show. That was enough to give you lactose intolerance if you didn't already have lactose intolerance. <laughs> Put you right at that threshold. <laughs> and then I keep thinking of the next date, too, where they did, like, the dares with the smoothies. And Riley started drinking that smoothie, and he kept burping, and I thought he was going to throw up. And Tasha goes, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Well, the one drink that they had was... It said cow intestines on it. Okay, where Blech. did they get cow? You, you're not, not La Quinta. No, they don't have cows at the La Quinta. Like, they have a lizard, like, roaming the sidewalk. They don't have cows. So, you're, like, I don't even believe it. I didn't believe it for one second that they had actual, like, that was actually what it was. Surplus cow intestines. I wonder if they had to sign a waiver before they ate or drank that in case they got, like, bacterial infections from all the nasty they probably have to sign a waiver before the show even starts it says like there is a chance of death by coming on the bachelor honestly little do you know it's by uh cow intestines but (laughs) good luck good luck with that sir may the odds be in your favor oh and then i got annoyed so the whole point of that group date was because they were doing truth or dare Mm-hmm. But there wasn't any truth until the night portion. However, there was still no need to fake an orgasm over the loudspeaker at the liquid. I see. So I was super uncomfortable with that. And could you imagine, like, I don't know if there are other guests there. And if there's not, even the staff of the Laquinta was probably like, what is happening? I, yeah, I don't, th- there's probably no guests. But there definitely has to be some people there, like, still working. And I hope they warned them beforehand. But, I mean, like, even the guys who weren't on the date, they were like, what is that on the speaker? And I hope that is not a truth of what happens in real life. (laughs) Yeah, and then Blake's sitting there bending at his hips, like, really getting into it. I'm like, oh, please stop. We didn't need a reenactment. We just needed the sound. (laughs) <laughs> I hope that's not the reenactment. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god! And then I forget. I don't. I don't have written down who it was, but somebody like was on the speaker, and Easy said he has some demons and needs to go to church. And I, but I can't remember for the life of me. Oh, oh I know, and I meant to write this down too, and I didn't because I for sure thought that you would. Who said it? Yeah, I can't remember. That's okay. But it was still funny. <laughs> and then the next note that I have is just that Zaxi was making out with Tasha in the hot tub that night. 
they had the night portion of the date and then they went in the hot tub together on the yeah. on the group date and then he ended up getting rose and this is where i started to get really creeped out by him started to get creeped out by him because we didn't know him much yet but he did get the rose and then after that is when ben and ed tried to go see taisha at the same time because that this is what the episode where um ben didn't talk to her and then he made a comment at the end and she said no yeah, so oh he made a point to go see her, and then ended up in Chris Harrison's room. Which, you know, Chris Harrison offered him a nice glass of wine. So, you know, at the, at the end of the day, he at least got something. Yeah, and then, you know, Ben went to Tasha's and, like, she was very excited that he took that initiative. And then you hear the door knock, and I'm like, oh, man. Oh, it's Ed coming tipsy-turvy over to Tasha's, But it's not. It's just the La Quinta delivery service at 2.30 in the morning delivering a bottle of champagne. Yeah, so casual. But honestly, do you know the producers had something to do with the fact that Ed couldn't find Tasha's room? Oh, yeah. They were probably like, oh, he's right there. Just kidding. That's, That's Chris, Chris Harrison's. Go visit him before he goes and takes his son to Aren't they always at the Presidente suite? So wouldn't he know if it didn't say Presidente on it? Well, yeah, I mean, you would think, but some some producer was probably like, no, no, it's her. I, yeah, like, it's, that's her. <laughs> then we have a rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, then this is when Noah starts to start drama by saying that people are trash talking Tasha. Yes. And he can't say any names. And how they're questioning her integrity. Yes. And, and then Ted and Easy threatened to throw fists and you know what i would have liked to have seen it you know yeah well then he was like you know she said well i need to know who and he knew that she was gonna ask that and he said i don't know you should go ask the guys yourself and i'm like oh you little shit pot stir oh yeah i don't know i i feel bad because like so the whole reason why i think bennett doesn't like Noah is because of the age gap and for for whatever reason young people get young shamed because they just like haven't had enough life experience whatever I think I've had my fair share of life experience at this point but just this year alone (laughs) yeah like literally we have gotten shit stomped in 2020 but like Noah is actually a child and this is why younger people get bad reps because he is a high school drama starter well it's because the producers choose people like that on purpose right but i think it was awesome though how she kind of took charge walked in and said can i have everyone in this room please like the freaking queen she is and then said cut it out sit basically laid it all out in line said you know what no cocktail party i see y'all at the rose ceremony yep one thing i do like about her is that she just doesn't take any shit from anybody she just like gets the job done and like if somebody you know is start something that she's not a fan of she's like okay then like leave like i don't don't want you here yep yep and then whenever she comes in and says that everybody just turns and looks at noah and he has this most smug look on his freaking face right he's like it was me and then you know like you said, Easy and Ed just started coming at him. And then Ben was like, it's like arguing with a 14-year-old. You have a 0% chance of ending up with Tasha. You owe everyone an apology. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I know, Bennett. And I'm like, actually, we'll, we will get to you later, but. Uh, yeah. 
I can't stand him. I just can't stand Bennett. I, don't I, mean, either. I can't either. Since so, he had freaking loafers pulling up in the Rolls Royce, I was ready to drop kick him. Well, can we stop normalizing short pants and no socks with shoes on? Because I feel like every single episode, somebody has that. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen anybody wear it before. But like, there is no flood. We do not have to prep for one. Like, put some socks on and make sure your pants are an appropriate length. And you know that their feet smell so bad because you're in the La Quinta in California and you're not wearing socks. Like, I can't wear ballet flats without having sweaty feet. So you're sitting here telling me that you don't have sweaty feet? Exactly. No, exactly. I have to wear some type of sock when I wear, like, shoes that I can't wear, like, actual socks with because it's disgusting. I get sweaty and then it smells bad and then it ruins a good shoe. And it ruins a good date, too. If you walk up and I can smell your feet, that's just ruining a vibe for me. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So this episode, she sends Chasen, Kenny, Joe, and Jordan home, which I don't even remember who Joe is. Oh, my God, Joe, the anesthesiologist. Is Jordan is Jordan the guy in the glasses? I couldn't get his name, so that's what I wrote down. Dying He's glasses. the black guy with the glasses and the black curly hair. Yes. Yep, that was him. Okay. Yeah, and then that was that's all I had for that episode. Yeah, okay, so I think the week eight will go better because that was last week. And I don't think I even watched this episode until like Sunday. Okay. So in this episode, Tasha starts off by literally making herself making in quotes a full spread of breakfast in heels and a tight dress when she gets a knock on the door because Chris Harrison has to take his son to college. And then Jojo comes in. Hey! Was it a smart choice for Chris Harrison to take his son to college during a global pandemic? But I know that some people are still living in their college apartments, but they're working or they're doing all of their schoolwork remotely. Yeah, that's true. I mean, good for him. I mean, at least he's going and not living off his dad's money. So on this one, Zach got the date card. Ooh, yes. Ooh, woo. Um, and they had a wedding photo shoot, which was kind of cringy, but also kind of sweet. But they've both been divorced, right? Yes. So it was probably super uncomfortable for both of them and very nerve-wracking. That seems like a very deep, deep date to dive into. I feel like this is some deep shit. Yeah, I agree. I think, I mean, obviously they were, he was chosen for this photo shoot for a reason and they kept this for him. I think, I think the fact that she was like, I don't know if I can do it or not was a little bit dramatic and overplayed, but the entire photo shoot was uncomfortable. Like, they seemed like they had fun. But, like, did you notice that the pictures, they looked really good together themselves. But every time they did those, like, still frames on the TV, like, those were the worst photos I've ever seen in my life. Like, they were blurry. Like, Yeah, it's like she might have some chemistry with him, but she also has chemistry with a million other guys. It's not like she's sitting there deeply in love taking those photos. Her Zach's one-on-one. Can we just, like, can we just comment on the fact that his sob story was the fact that he had a brain tumor at 23 years old, and we just didn't even go back to the subject. Yeah, yeah, it kind of felt like he was just blown over. Yeah. And then he had a DUI, and a lot of this was happening right before they got on the Ferris wheel. 
which is super sketchy. So they just up and built a Ferris wheel up in the middle of the La Quinta just real quick. Yeah, I mean, they must have called the local carnival because, you know, everyone's out <laughs> of business. <laughs> local carnival. <laughs> so, I mean, everyone's dying for some publicity at this point. The only thing I have other than the whole little one-on-one is that Bennett said that he's so sorry if she has to spend a one-on-one with someone. Was she talking about Noah? She he's so sorry if Tasha has to spend a one on one with Noah. Probably, I mean, probably. Well, it was was it in the part where they um, had a group date and they were like they had to like sit at the tables and Noah went to sit down next to Tasha, but then Bennett was like, "No, no, this is my seat." Yeah, so it was right before that is when I had the notes. But yeah, I thought that was crazy how they just showed up and he said, "Nah," and then. You know, he's just sitting there going back and forth. And then Ed goes, it's always about the fern. When they do the drawings with the details in the back. Right? Well, um, they... That was a strange date. And, like, I understand they don't have a lot of things to do. But, like, did you have to build things out of clay? Did you have to, like, do a self-portrait? Which also... The amount of sexualizing men's bodies that go on in this TV show is super concerning because Ben was so scared to tell his story or tell her whatever. And then he comes out naked. Yeah. Yep. For everybody. But even before that, like, Bennett made a comment with his saying, you have to know your surroundings or whatever. There's always drama going around and looked right at Noah. And then Bennett again pulls some shit again and kisses Tasha just right under the blindfolds. And then he goes, gotta have some 50 shades of clay. And then, you know, Noah's little idea was the breakfast in bed. And then Bennett said the three houses. And then Noah comments, how do you spell privilege? <laughs> like, I oh, just, my God. Like, three houses is what's going to make Tasha happy. Okay. All right, Bennett. Yep. And then, you know, of course, you got to add into the chaos of this date by tossing in Ben's self-portrait, where he just walks away, puts his robe on, then strips in front of everybody. And she was like, I'm overwhelmed. And she was crying. But then she said it was in a good way. And then Bennett looks pissed. I know. That he asked to hang out with all of them after this group date. Yeah, he he definitely is mad. And I have a hard time believing she actually likes him. But apparently that is the name of the game. I think it's just the drama of it, honestly. Like, I don't think it's him. I think it's just that the producer's like, listen, everybody hates him. We know you hate him, too. Right. We gotta him on. Right. And then, well, so then she calls him out for their fighting because she picks up on it. So they'll address that in the next episode. But at least, you know, somebody, at least she knows and she, at least she wants to address it, I guess. Yeah, it's like she warned them that she knew something. Right. And then Ben had the balls to say that there's nothing going on. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. But, like, also in this situation, too, especially coming down to the nitty-gritty, I feel like I'd be afraid to hurt all the guys' feelings. Like, I would, too. She's like, oh, I'm so stressed. I can't handle this pressure. Well, bitch, you knew what you signed up for. 
Exactly. Like and she knew. I don't know. I think that they like develop fake feelings too. Like if they um they force themselves to have these types of feelings, but I feel like if they actually went back and like reevaluated themselves, they wouldn't they would realize that they're actually not as strong as they think they were. Right. They'd be like, mm, maybe not. Mm. Yeah. And then they have the end of the episode is Easy's one on one where they go ghost hunting and then she tells him to GTFO. Yeah. Cause he said he's falling in love with her. And yeah. then she's like, I gotta send you home. And you can see he was so upset. I know. And I'm wondering if she got caught wind because he has some serious sexual assault allegations against him. Oh, no way. Yeah. And they didn't really catch fire until like the week that he got sent home. This is when like people started to, you know, put them out online and like kind of explain. I feel like she can't, like, I feel like she's not even supposed to be able to go on her phone or reach out to see anything. Right. So I don't know. That just seems like so abrupt to me. But oh well. Yeah. He's gone. Another one bites the dust. Uh-uh. And then, you know, JoJo comes in and Tasha Tasha sends JoJo in to talk to Bennett. And, you know, Bennett says, there's no tension, but there's snarky remarks. And Bennett's like, this is fantastic news, you know. Yeah. It's the snack before the main course. I crush life under pressure. And just kind of started shit-talking Noah. And then giving him that freaking gift, I'll let you explain that because it's going to make my blood boil. Blood boil. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he just decides to give Noah a gift. And I, th- and I don't think they went through it at the end of this episode, but they went through it at the beginning of the next episode. So we'll just segue. But after no, that, I- Well, I was going to say they did go through it. The episode ends with Tasha going, what's in that box? Okay, okay. So he gives them. But they did go through it. So he gives them socks that he's already worn before. So that's disgusting. Um, and then what was the other little gift before the book? The friendship bandana. Okay, so yeah, the red bandana, and then a book on emotional intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> and he says he doesn't have three of the four qualities. Like, Which is oh. such an insult to him because he keeps trying to tell him, like, you know, he's not ready for this, he's dumb, blah, blah, blah. I mean, like, I don't know how he is in his real life, but, like, he's a registered nurse and he's working on, like, in COVID ICUs right now. So, he's not dumb. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it's so funny because he's, like, the most passive-aggressive, you know, I didn't have emotional intelligence at your age. I'm fully aware of everything that I am. You know, I'm just trying to help you yeah. grow and what just change nothing and see how far it gets you is what he says. And I'm like, oh, Bennett, go home. No one wants you here. I said you should have just sent both of them home, honestly. At yeah. that point. Yeah, well, perfect. Like segue. the pettiness, you're both out. Perfect segue into this week's episode because then she gets to talk to them. So she asks him what the box was for, and it was a gift and everything. And then he really dug himself a deep dish, ditch, ditch. This ditch. Deep. <laughs> deep dish, deep dish pizza, <laughs> deep dish pizza. 
dug deep into that deep dish pizza when he like started talking to her one-on-one like he made himself look like an idiot yep but he has emotional intelligence apparently he has that eq (laughs) he just keeps like denying and dying i never questioned your integrity i never did that and then whenever he tries to explain why she won't end up with noah and she's like you know it's none of my business why i want to be with these other guys or what's going on that's not your right you know and by you saying oh well you know you don't have emotional intelligence and you got a rose for what reason? She deserves better. She's like, you are questioning my integrity, which he is. He's which just he being is. an arrogant asshole about it. Exactly. Then, the, real quick, they uh, panned to Ed just, like, sitting on the couch. And I don't know if he was, he was like, whitening his teeth or, like, using a breath freshening strip or something. But, like, the angles they bring out of these men is concerning. Because, like, I'm, like, how much footage don't you have that you have to show Ed using a teeth whitening strip? Yep. Fine. Yep. Um, so, Tasha's annoyed that they spent so much t- t- time talking about Noah and Bennett's drama. And so am I. She sends Bennett home. <laughs> And then pans back to Noah as he's, like, downing a whole, like, pack of Tic Tacs. Yeah, see, there was a kid that we were friends with freshman year of college. He lived on the floor above us, and he would buy Tic Tacs in bulk because he would sit there and eat the whole entire container in one sitting. I'm like, I don't think that's how it's supposed to work. But you could tell she was so much more into the conversation with Bennett, even though she was like, don't smile. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No. I agree, and she didn't, well, at that point, she didn't give Noah Rose either, because she still put him in a little bit of a timeout, and then they honestly just went to the cocktail party. I don't have any notes about the cocktail party, except why is Ed still here? Yep, and then I have who stayed. Okay, go list him. Brendan, Riley, Blake, Ivan, Noah, Zach, and Ben. Right. And then Ben goes on the one-on-one. Takes his pants off. (laughs) Yeah. Ben, I mean, I I liked him a lot, actually. See, I do too. So I I really do enjoy Ben's presence. Yeah. I think he's got some heavy shit going on. And I really wish that they would have done maybe a trigger warning or something on the show. Because, I mean... I was even getting kind of like, oh, God. Yeah. It. And, you know, if you have these people who are very on the edge or traumatized or have PTSD or if it had experiences like this, they should have warned them about it on the television. I agree. And I, I guess I understand what they were trying to do. Because this season they've pulled out a lot of per- very personal realistic sob stories that a lot of people can relate to however like I, I get that they were probably trying to like you know help somebody else but I was like maybe just maybe you should put in a little bit of a warning before you like do that yeah because that was a lot that yeah. was a lot they I don't think they've ever had anybody do that before like say you know say they're 
mental health history on that show before. Yeah. Yeah. And then after, you know, she finally gets him to open up to her. She's like, I'm here for you. You know, she never really reciprocates the feelings back to someone. And I don't know if that's just because she can't at the moment, you know. But um, I thought it was so cute because they were dancing. You know, they had the private concert. He just kept kissing her cheek. It was just like the cutest little thing. And I was like, oh, I love you. Yeah, they're very cute together. I like them. Okay. And then they have, they go back to like the men. and they announce a group date but before they announce who's going on the group date they pan to blake blake mayonnaise and blake says <laughs> blake comments about how he's very very into tasha and i don't know if he has spoken to her for more than 10 minutes and i thought he was very very into claire like two weeks ago right see that's the thing is i think that a lot of the guys had that happen where they you know fell for Claire, Claire left, and then Tasha. they're like, oh, I'm very into Tasha. Yeah. And you saw them, like, you had the one guy who actually openly admitted, you know, I was way too into Claire, I can't do this. Right. And then you have other guys that are like, oh, well, no, I'm now I'm totally into Tasha. I like Tasha so much more than Claire. But what are the chances of all of the guys actually saying that and doing it and meaning it? Right. Slim. Slim to none. <laughs> So for the group date, they do the lie detector test, which is like fine. I got bored. Yeah, see the the thing that I didn't like was Riley's like, yeah, I don't trust these things because you know He's we use love and they're faulty. Well, then they asked his name and it said he was lying, and he was lying. So, <laughs> but it's like you know they set him up that way. Oh, absolutely. If they didn't do this on purpose like they would not have any storylines whatsoever yep but other than that i mean and then oh i got kind of freaked out because zach said he did cheat and then when he explained it later i was like oh okay (laughs) yeah like i expected a lot worse because you know they showed the previews of zach sitting there with his hand on his forehead like uh in such distress but it's before she even comes in like it wasn't after they talked and she walked away from him like they made it seem like it was going to be right 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 but whatever what do i know and then we find out that riley did change his name he didn't really pay attention during this part but it was his sob story. You know, everybody has one. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves. And she opens the gate. And there's Bennett. I know. And then she said what I liked, too, before she walked out. Was she said, I can't give out the group date, Rose. I need more time. Right. Which is appreciated. Because, like, you know, they wouldn't want her to make any rash decisions based on like one night like bennett like maybe letting bennett come on the show which they showed he was coming back i'm so mad pissed i hate him i do too i hate him so much he's just so rude and then you know he's like oh you i love you i realize you don't realize what you have till it's gone you know i'll leave you you don't have to make a decision right now basically saying i want to be here for you and she's like i'll let you know tomorrow and then he just shows up so you know she brings him back and i'm like oh why 
I I hope what happens is that like she brings him back for like a rose ceremony and then like gets rid of him again. Well, on, I mean, she has to if next week if they really cut it down to only four people next week, she has to because he's on the final four. Right. So I'm wondering if she maybe said, you know what, come back to the rose cocktail party and rose ceremony yeah. and then I'll give you the official boot again if that's what you need. But you can see that, like, it, I thought it was hilarious how he tried to kiss her after, like, sweet-talking her. And she said, oh, no, no, no. She's like, you are not getting that this easily. Like, go, go back and go back to your hotel room. Oh, uh, Bennett, like, you gotta stop, dude. You just really need to go home. I know that you really, you know, the course of the time that you were sent home, I'm pretty sure, hasn't even been 24 hours. No. So I'm pretty sure you couldn't even check out of the La Quinta yet. So you showed up to her room or at the resort. It's not like you drove cross-country or even an hour to get to her. We both know that you just stayed there. Well, check-out is probably at 10 a.m. So he got, like, ditched the night before. So you might as well just, like, I don't know, stay for an extra day or two if they're going to pay for it. Right, like, how often are you going to get a flight back? And you know that he's like, oh, I I had to stay and wait. It's like, dude. Just leave. Probably to stay and wait anyway because of your flight. So just chill out. Yeah, that. seriously. Just just go home and just leave it there. You don't need to, you don't need to be here. No. But now, we're all caught up. We are. What's the, what the shit show that we are, but we are all caught up. It was a marathon, not a sprint. Thank you so much for tuning in to week seven, eight, and nine of The Bachelorette. We will see you next week.